All right, here we go. It is episode 12 of Park Sportsbook presents the Aji's podcast. Jason Martinez, Harry Mays. What is going on, huh? Man, I'm in the middle of my Florida swing. Uh, the wife and I came down here to Florida for a two-week sojourn with uh, a lot of golf and relaxation and, you know, fine food and wine and accoutrement. And uh, we're in the middle of it, man. We're coming to you live from the Ponte Vedra Inn and Club right on the beach at Ponte Vedra Beach, which is not far outside of Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. And what's the temperature like down there, huh? Uh, it's beautiful. It's uh, like in the you know high 60s, low 70s. Uh, yesterday we played golf. It was upper 70s, you know, and uh, just perfect weather. We've had great weather. And uh, today we make the trip out of here and go to the Gulf side of the state, about three and a half hours to my mom's place. And we'll hunker down there for a couple of days and play golf in and around. There's some really great um, courses in and around where she lives. And then we head back up and a little stop off in Myrtle Beach for two nights, you know, to sort of break up the trip half and half. It's about a round in Myrtle, huh? Yeah, a couple rounds in Myrtle, and then and then we get back home. Now, a couple rounds of drinks or a couple rounds of golf? Oh, uh, both. <laughs> yeah, both. Absolutely. We were up Boy. in Amelia Island yesterday, man. That's a sweet little spot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I love this northeast part of Florida. It's a lot like it's like an extension of the low country of South Carolina and Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, where you got that uh, the Spanish moss off of the live oak trees, and yeah, it's yeah. just a really cool. It's you know, there's not palm trees necessarily, but it's like it's kind of rural and country, and it's really cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's almost weird when you go down there, like especially in a month like of February, and it's going. Wait, it's actually like almost springish, warm, summerish in mm-hmm. some place in our country, and I'm up there living in this tundra. Yeah. All it takes, Jason, is literally like a 12 to 14 hour trip in the car down I-95. It took us 14 hours in a straight shot. I did yeah. it. You know, I didn't, you know, she didn't drive. I drove the whole way. I would have been really good uh, as an over the road trucker, like a long haul trucker. Yeah. I think in maybe a past life, I might have done that because, you know, just put me in the cab, man. And I just start, you know, hitting the gears and we go and uh, we stop, out. you know, just, you know, we only stopped because the wife had to go to the bathroom. I'm like a freaking camel. Yeah. Like if I was traveling with you, we'd probably have to stop every 15 miles. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. There wouldn't be one state. I wouldn't take a leak in <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> I mark my territory on the way down here. Right. My right. Is like a passport. I'm stamping it. All right, now here's the question, though. Like, do you pull over to the rest area and find, like, a restroom in a restaurant or a hotel? Or do you just pull over and go right off to the side of I-95? Like, what do you do? No, I find a place to piss outside. Yeah, okay. We saw some of that coming down. Like, people will pull off, and then they open up the back car door, and then their front car door, and they sort of stand in between. Yeah. Uh, You know, so I guess nobody can see them. You know what's going on over there. Uh, It's a great stall, yeah. 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 Yeah, you're you're creating a homemade stall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I probably I probably have taken a leak at every one uh, outdoors in every one of those states on the way down. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking what Delaware, Maryland, yep, Virginia, yep, North I mean, Carolina, I, South Carolina, Georgia, yeah, I mean, and then Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. already the, those those states are all stamped in my passport <laughs> as far as pissing outside. Yes. <laughs> as is my driveway yeah. in uh, suburban uh, Philadelphia. That is correct. Yeah. Harry. Right. Uh, Harry, you know, let's talk about parks real quick because yeah. 
all of a sudden football's over. Yeah. And this element of our lives of, oh my God, what's the line this weekend? Who's playing who? Is the line going to move on this game? What's the over? And all that for football is all gone all of a sudden. It's like this great big void has put into our lives. But you always you like betting college hoops. Oh, yeah. Pro hoops and all that, too. So, yeah, I mean, mean, we're going to have the Sixers, you know, the NBA starting up, I guess, tonight after the All-Star break. Sixers get back at it tomorrow night in Minnesota. And we're anticipating the debut of James Harden in a 76ers jersey, which I understand from John Clark's social media that is it is the number one selling jersey, according to fanatics in the in the country, maybe in the world right now. James Harden's Sixers jersey. Uh, But yeah, I'm dialed in on a little college hoops tonight. Uh, I was watching some last night and tonight the Temple Owls who are pretty hot right now. They've uh, they got a bunch of young freshmen and sophomores and red shirt freshmen that are just, uh, you know, they don't know what they don't know, but they're playing really well together, coming together as a team. They just beat Cincinnati, which is a big, a big win on the road. And now they go to Memphis uh, with a, a stiffer challenge at Memphis at the FedEx forum tonight. They're catching 11 and a half points. I just looked at the parks app. I'm going to ride with the owls plus the 11 and a half tonight at Memphis. Wow. Okay. So the temple owl playing some good hoops. Yeah, they are. They're, uh, they're up to 15 and nine is their record. And uh, you know, they, they've won, I think like four or five of their last six or seven ball games. And uh, you know, it's just really kind of cool. It's that's one of the things that I've always enjoyed about college basketball is you see teams in in November when they first start out in these like tournament settings, you know, in neutral sites, taking on all, all types of, you know, opponents and they're raw and they're rough. And it's, you know, there's, there's not maybe a sense of cohesiveness. Uh, And then you start to see them, you know, sort of get into it in January and February and they start to really gel. And it's kind of, it's really kind of cool to see sort of the, the evolution of a basketball team over the course of a season leading up to March madness. Yeah. You can, the, the team you see in the beginning of the year oftentimes will not be that team uh, that you see at the end right. of February. Yeah. Know? That's what's really cool. It's the evolution of a team. Uh, everybody get the park Sportsbook app, download it, put it on your phone and check it out. Just navigate around, puts around on a little bit, see what they, it has to offer. And right now, if you just download the app, open an account, deposit risk-free bet up to $500. It's that simple. And uh, you can get in on all, all the action first to score exact score in hockey player uh, performances yeah yeah same yeah. game parlays same game parlay game. yeah yeah it's all just all kinds of great stuff and make sure you follow parks on the social channels at park sportsbook on twitter follow them on instagram youtube and facebook as well and check out all the great features of the park sportsbook app well, well, we got, I, go ahead go ahead no i'm, I'm just gonna say like before we're done here you're gonna have to fill me in on what's been going on locally over here for the last week because i've kind of been out of touch all right well we'll do, we'll do like a, yeah we'll do like a rapid fire segment of get harry caught up we should yeah. have some music for that like some <laughs> benny hill music or something yeah. like that <laughs> but harry, we have really big nfl news yeah. i don't know if you saw this down in jacksonville but Troy Aikman is going to be leaving the Fox broadcast booth and heading to ESPN and ABC. And I got to say, I'm really shocked because you would think that Fox would really kind of pony up for, for Aikman to make sure that this didn't happen. I guess there's always a, a line that you can't cross. And I don't see anybody on their roster that replaces Aikman with Joe Buck. I, yeah, this is pretty stunning to me. 
as far as internally you're talking about yeah Fox. yeah i don't i don't know i mean I'd, I'd have to go through some of the names but yeah i did see that andrew marshand I, I believe i saw it on twitter that uh you know that was the big move and that's been kind of rumored for a while now that that aikman was gonna gonna move away mm -hmm. they didn't know if it was gonna maybe be, be like an amazon pluck him away you know because they've been uh getting involved in the nfl broadcasting too on those thursday night games uh on amazon prime but it ends up being monday night football and I, you know that's gonna make uh, you know, Monday night football, it kind of, you know, that, that crew was okay. That three man crew that they had, but you put Aikman in there, uh, with the right play by play guy. He's great. I mean, you know, him yeah. and Buck, you know, I know everybody in Philadelphia wants to rip on Joe Buck, everybody in basically every other city, maybe except St. Louis loves to rip on Joe Buck. But I think by and large, he's really pretty good. And he too. and he and Aikman were a great tandem. Yeah. I think they just played off each other beautifully. Brian yeah. Greasy's contract expired at the end of the season. Okay. Um, and I don't know if Riddick's contract did or not, but so it was Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lou Riddick. Right. But I mean, with Aikman, I don't even know that you go three man booth. I think yeah. you just go play by play and him. Well, you you and I both know like it's a big difference in the dynamic working with a two person, you know, play by play yeah. color analyst crew or a three man. It's a, you really need a really skilled play by play guy to sort of, you know, hand the ball off here. You know what I mean? To both sides yeah. and keep everybody going without anybody stepping on. And I think Levy does a really good job with that. So I don't know if I mean, Riddick is really good. I mean, there have been rumors yeah. about him being hired away by you know an nfl front office too and pittsburgh, i know that's right pittsburgh was uh was the last thing i saw about a week or two ago so who knows if that's happened i think that's you know ideally what he really wants to do uh but if it was just levy and aikman i think that would be pretty good too yeah i i i think if you have aikman you have to go two-man booth and you know going three then he's kind of like deferring to the other guy yeah get, yeah and i mean can you believe though harry He's been a broadcaster now for um, for 20 years. It's unbelievable. You, know, you think about, you know, back to his That's crazy his football career, you know, uh, you know, winning all those championships with the Dallas Cowboys. That was when, you know, when Dallas was great <laughs> the last yeah. time they, they haven't think about that. Like Troy Aikman's been in the broadcast booth for how many years? What did you say? 22? 20 years, 20 years. OK, yeah. Dallas has sucked basically for 20 years. They've been mediocre to yeah. suck. Since he years. went to the booth. Exactly right. So, <laughs> but yeah, you, I just thought of it. Like, how could you have a three-man booth? You got to afford to pay them. They're bucking up major dollars. Oh. I don't know if you've seen the number because I haven't, but it has to be extraordinary, uh, especially since Fox didn't, you know, counter and was able to keep him. So in order to pay him, you probably got to get rid of, you know, two of those three voices. Yeah. Uh, they're, the, Andrew Marshand said the deal – a five-year deal expected to approach 17.5 million per, per year. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Geez. I mean, that's quarterback money. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> awesome. Is, Good for him. I mean, this NFL generates so much frigging cash. It's yeah. on, I mean, talk about the, you know, the, just the rights to broadcast the games. Yeah. Billions of dollars. And it's, this is just bananas. You know, anybody, pop out to you hire that could jump into that booth i mean ben roethlisberger retired but he's got the personality no of a napkin no way no, <laughs> you know no. um you know i know you know everybody's gonna think peyton manning but i think you know what i don't know what his contract is with i mean it's with ab espn abc right yeah yeah and he's got it he's got manning a couple cast. more years i think on on that so that, that would probably rule both he and eli out um boy 
You know, I'm trying to think like, you know, Drew Brees is with NBC. I don't think he's all that good, yeah. at least not to start. He's going to have to really work his way in there. Um, boy, no, I'm not like Romo jumped out. Right. And was yeah. different and really good. Aikman was more stoic and just really good and structured. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we even remember Aikman in the very beginning because it was 20 years ago. Mm hmm. But I don't know that there's a personality that we know of that can jump out. And, you know, for those guys to really jump off the field and into the booth, into a number one booth, it's probably got to be a quarterback because that's the most known position yeah. from a personality standpoint as well. And nobody's, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is not that guy. Yeah, no, he's definitely not that guy. Uh, but a lot of times, too, aside from quarterbacks, offensive linemen are usually really good. Yeah, because they see you know, the game well. Yeah, and, and you get some animated guys, some real characters, you know, that that uh, you know play on the offensive line. I mean, think about – I don't know what happened to Baldy uh, with Fox because Baldy was great when he yeah. was doing uh, analysis of games. And, of course, he does all the, uh, the stuff on social media and still with the NFL Network too. But, I mean, you know, a, a guy like him, like an offensive lineman with a little bit of a personality and a little bit crazy, you yeah. know, those guys, those guys tended to uh, sort of pull me in as yeah. a viewer. Remember, you know who was another guy that was kind of really going to be like the next guy they thought he was going to be the next Madden was Bill Moss. Yeah, right. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. I had no idea. But he was like bananas, right? Like he, he was, yeah. He was yeah. doing the whole thing and, you know, getting... So was Matt know. Millen back in the day. He was a pretty good broadcaster yeah, before he became a general manager, which he wasn't very good at. And now I guess he's back dabbling in, in some broadcasting, maybe on the college level. But he was really good for a while, too. Yeah, he doesn't seem as good after he had a, a, a shitty general managership. Yeah, and then he's had <laughs> you know health I mean? he's had health issues too. So, yeah. so um, I don't think it will be him coming back. Um, so let's let's move on to Danny Green. You're like well, Danny Green. Why Danny Green? What did he do? He's it was on some podcast, and he was saying he doesn't think Ben Simmons is going to play March 10th in Philadelphia. Is that breaking news in the Delaware Valley? Yeah, I, I, I don't see any scenario where Ben Simmons plays March 10th in Philadelphia no. against the Sixers. No, I don't either. I mean, he hasn't played yet for the Nets, and I, I think it would be a very convenient thing for, for him to take another, what, two weeks or so. It's not even maybe two weeks off and start up with the Nets right after the Sixers game. I do not see that happening. That's why I'm anticipating and so looking forward to these two teams facing off somewhere down the road in the playoffs, because then you can't sit them. I mean, because then, then he can't hide. Right, exactly. This so. this whole thing with him, like, I, I don't see him playing in that game at all, because no. the dude, I think, is just so soft and so butthurt. It's just so bad. And how can you, how can your new teammates respect you? If you don't want to get on, you're not yeah. going to your team and saying, put me on that floor right. against my former team. Yep. The fact that if he doesn't play in that game, and I don't think he will, uh, to me, if, if he's my new teammate, I'm going, dude, are you serious? Yeah. You're trying to avoid this. Right. No, That's I mean, his, his brand has taken a beating, uh, you know, yeah. since this whole thing went down you know, since he passed up the shot in, uh, in the playoff series against the Hawks. And he could do so much for it if he did exactly what you just said. Like, say, yeah. hey, I want to play. Let's embrace this thing. You know, go out there and, and sort of like, yeah, you know, the crowd's going to be giving it to him. Let's go. Well, give yeah, me more. take it on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feed off of it and use it as motivation and a positive thing and, uh, you know, show you show Philadelphia what you passed up on. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, to me, it's going to be fuck you factor. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it, but look, he, you're right. His brand and just his mentality is <laughs> totally different than I would ever have respect for because it's just a lack of competitor. Um, speaking of kind of a guy getting into it with the crowd, were you surprised Jawan Howard got the suspension that he got, or did you think it was appropriate? No, well, I didn't think he should be fired. Okay, there was a lot of people I didn't out either. there. I think yeah. immediately they were saying, "Oh, he's got to be gone." You know, he's 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 gone now. You know, he's got some anger issues, and I don't know that they've uh, they've uh, put in his punishment like some sort of anger management type of thing because he's had issues in the past. He went yeah. after Mark Turgeon, the uh, the former Maryland coach in the Big Ten tournament, I believe, last year. And pulled a John Cheney on him, so telling him he was going to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so he's he's got a little bit of a he's got a short fuse and and some anger uh, issues. Gets very emotional, and I I saw the end of that game. You know, Wisconsin took the timeout. Here's the thing: w- Michigan was still pressing. So yeah. if I'm Wisconsin, if you're still pressing me, I I'm I have every right to call a timeout yeah. and coach my team because we're you know this game is over and we won it, but we're p- coaching for the next game. We're coaching for the Big Ten tournament, the NCAA tournament, yeah. And I want to coach these guys, you know, against the press in this situation. It was it's just a sort of a teaching moment, and I had, I had no issue with him calling timeout. Obviously he did, but his real issue was that the Wolverines got their ass kicked. Yeah. And they're having a rough season. I mean, it's very touch and go whether they're going to make the postseason tournament at all. Yeah. They got a game coming up against Rutgers uh, that I think Rutgers is going to win uh, that could really put uh, Michigan in a real bad spot. So I had no issue with the suspension uh, for the rest of the regular season. It would have been fine if it was for the rest of the season, however far they go uh, for me. I mean, Phil Martelli, does he step up? Is he the guy? Has he been named the, the interim coach I, going forward? I guess. I mean, he's the most senior guy on that staff. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. I didn't, I haven't seen anything in that regard, but you no, know, I had I, no issue with the suspension though, but I don't think he should have been fired. Yeah. I mean, I have if he's pressing, I have no problem with, you know, the Wisconsin coach calling a timeout and boy, he was rip shit pissed though. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But, but and then after her, you know, I love when something like this happens because then you have people coming out and I forget who it was. Somebody came out and said, well, we should just do away with the handshake line. Yeah. And I go, whoa, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Because one guy can't conduct himself right. We right. should all get rid of it. Yeah. That, no, that's that, the solution in today's no, stupid world. That's not the solution. And I was mistaken. They already played Rutgers last night. They beat Rutgers, actually. Their wow. big test coming up is against Illinois uh, this Sunday. Illinois is ranked 15th in the country, and that's a home game for Michigan. So, but they're they're uh, sixteen and eleven right now. So they got they basically, I think, would have to win almost win out uh, to really lock themselves up uh, in into the postseason tournament. So they ended up beating Rutgers. But yeah, yeah we did not get rid of the handshake line just because you know two yeah. teams went out. I mean, you know, this is a rivalry too. Let's not forget that. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, things get heated. I, you know, I went to Temple. My coach went off on people, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, this guy's he's out of line. He needs to be he needs to be fired and get rid of all these handshake lines. No way. Yeah. It's a great, you know, it's not hockey handshakes like it is in a, uh, a playoff series where, you know, that's real tradition there. But yeah. I have no issue with teams being able to get together and say, hey, good game. You know, nice work. You know, great job. We'll see you in the tournament. Whatever. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, to get rid of it to me, that's one of those. That's one of those 
2022 type things. Oh, yeah, right. one thing happened, nobody can Ban do it, it ever again. Yep. Yeah, it's such bullshit. Cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel the handshakes after basketball games because Jawan Howard slap punched an assistant coach. Yeah. You, okay. you know what I'm going to do, Harry? I'm going to start a GoFundMe for the handshake line. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do you got going on? Phil Mickelson was in the news, I saw. Yeah. He's had a bad couple of weeks, man. I'll, t- I'll tell you. <laughs> He's laying low right now. And uh, I, I don't know if we see him until the Masters next time but uh boy which isn't that far off no it really isn't um but man he's you know he became it's funny how he became the face of this whole movement for this saudi golf league it was really kind of spearheaded you know by greg norman uh who is also not very universally liked among the uh you know the current crew of pga tour players uh and now mickelson is now the new pariah and you know some of the things that he said i'm like what like yeah. he, he basically was calling out uh, a murderous regime in Saudi Arabia and trying to use it as like, these guys are bad dudes, but I'm going to try to leverage their money to take on the, the, the greedy PGA tour who are also bad dude. Like it was, it made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And he had no support and all the players alienated him. There was no DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, some of the other big names, Rory McIlroy. Uh, he called him out. Uh, Billy Horschel called him out. Pat Perez, who was a, a, a lifelong buddy of his is like, you know, scratching his head and wondering what the hell's going on in his life. Like there, there's, there might be some other shoe to drop here, you know, as far as, you know, what's happening with Phil Nicholson on a personal level. I don't know, but it was just a crazy couple of days. And I know there's a book coming out, uh, about him, which I can't wait to read, actually, by Alan Shipnuck, who was the guy who put out the quotes, which actually started the, you know, really started the firestorm that led to him now losing his KPMG partnership. Uh, you know, he lost, I think, Workday is non-renewing him. Nobody knows what's going on with Callaway as his manufacturer. So wow. uh, it's been, a, it's unbelievable how you can, like, establish and build a brand for yourself in 30 plus years. Okay. None and have it, it all come undone with a couple of statements. Yeah. And amazing. Was, you know, his long statement that he put out, the one thing he mentioned in the very beginning of it is these were off the record comments yeah. and taken out of context. That's what everybody says when they say something stupid yeah. and it gets out there. And then, and then they feel, you know, they have the punishment there. He's, I think that might've been like, Oh my God. Like, this is going to kill me. Now I got to go blame the writer who took it out of context. And also it was off the record. Off the record, from what I understand, has to be a mutually agreed upon thing. In other words, yeah. if the if the subject says, hey, this is an off the record comment and the, the journalist says, no, I'm not. I don't do off the record. This isn't off the record. Then either you don't tell the guy or if yeah. you tell him, you got to realize this is going to get out there. Yeah. So and off off the record has to be acknowledged by both, both parties. parties. You can't just Correct. say, "Hey, OTR off the record, blah blah blah," right? And expect him to abide by it without agreeing. Yeah, especially he, when he's writing a book about you. Yeah, and and if he <laughs> look, if he does agree and then goes and puts it out there, then shame on that guy. Correct. But Correct. We we don't know that that, and you better have proof of that. You know, the other this is like enlisting Bin Laden to find Capone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why, why even get in bed with them and kind of sanction it that way to go I after know. the PGA tour? It, it just seemed odd to me. And you're right. Like, I hate the fact that, you know, he un, has 
he's become now the villain so quickly. And mm-hmm. it was one of the most likable guys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now he's a villain. And McElroy, I thought, buried him. He, he goes, did. And when he know, said, I don't want to kick a guy when he's right, down, right. but <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to kick him, but I'm going to, I'm going to do an elbow drop right on his throat. Yeah. <laughs> and then curb stomp him after. <laughs> right. I mean, he destroyed Mickelson. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. It's unreal. Um, what else? What else is going on? Anything else in the world of sports that needs to be discussed? I mean, it's a weird time of year. It is. It's rumor I mean, time. Baseball yeah. is, ba- is is a total joke. They got right. a, a false deadline of Monday before they start canceling regular season games. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> I, well, I love okay. this sport. Yeah. I, I think I love it now. Oh, you love you love it when they don't play. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate baseball more when they don't play, so I don't have to hear about it. Yeah, because the sport, well, this sport kicks themselves in the balls more than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, it, they do. They really do. But I feel bad for the people like down here in Florida, you know, and in Arizona for spring training that some of the people that really, you know, look at that as revenue, you know, a little, you know, they work at the stadiums. And, you know, sure. you think about those people like the, the, the little people, if you will, that, you know, that it's a source of income for them. You know, and then when they come back up to Citizens Bank Park, the people that work the vending stands, they work in the parking lots and all those kind of things, um, you know, they could, uh, you know, <laughs> go without any income. I mean, it's uh, you think you start thinking about that. Everybody wants to focus on these billionaires arguing with millionaires. You know, think about, you know, the, the trickle down effect. Oh, yeah, you're right. And that's that's the problem is these people depend on the sport depend on the this league yeah to make a living and they sit there and they're making so much money mm-hmm. and all these people get hurt and all these gazillionaires are arguing and bickering again and again and again yeah. and everybody gets hurt but the people that are sitting there with their cush and tons of money it's yeah. unbelievable to me and then a guy that, that's stuff. why i'm pissed at it well, then, uh, me too. And then, and that that guy like Scott Boris, you know, has a, one of his clients turned down a, you know, multi, multi-million dollar contract as if it's like not good enough. I mean, something's wrong. Yeah, it, yeah. it's so broken and it's just such a mess. Um, so so when does the uh, the truckster depart uh, North Florida and, and start heading north or start heading to mom's first and then north? Uh, just this afternoon, early afternoon, I got to go okay. get the wife, you know, a nice little big, you know, breakfast and, you know, she needs to be pampered a little bit, you know, before I strap a little French her toast, huh? a little French toast. You know, they've got this uh, red velvet French toast wow. and red velvet uh, waffles and pancakes down here. It seems to be a thing in a lot of the establishments. Yeah, everything's so, uh, red velvet now. Yeah, I know. Maybe we'll get her some of that before I strap her into the, uh, the co-pilot seat. <laughs> Okay. Is there a lot of conversation on the drive, Harry? Huh? You know, every now and then, depending, you know, a good song comes on, you know, the satellite radio and, you know, it'll get us going. Other than that, I'm just, you know, you know, I'm, you know, putting it in high gear and, and, and moving. Now, is that 60s on six, Harry? Is that what you guys are listening to? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. There's various Pandora stuff, you know, we'll go with the Bluetooth or we'll go straight up satellite uh, SX, you know. Uh, XM radio. Oh, that's not a bad plan. All right, let's put a wrap on this episode. Let's tell everybody about parks again. What was the play you liked again for Friday? I took the Temple Owls plus 11 and a half tonight, actually. It's it's Thursday night down in Memphis against the Memphis Tigers. 
All right, so that's the play. Get the Park Sportsbook app, download it, put it on your phone, and it's real simple to use. And again, you just get the app, download it, deposit, $500 risk-free bet, your first bet. No promo required, real simple. And just check it out. Even if you're you know, using another service, grab the Park Sportsbook app, and take advantage of the $500 bet, and see how easy Parks is to use it. They're a local company. We know them, we like them, we trust them. Easy deposit, fast payouts, the whole thing. And make sure you follow them on the social channels as well. At Park Sportsbook. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Great content there, daily specials, and much more. All right, we'll be back. Uh, are you still on the road next week, Harry, for the Aggies? Are you still on the tour? No, I'll be, yeah, I'll be on the road next week. Uh, one more episode on the road, and then uh, we'll be back home. All right, you're like, uh, who, who sang that on the road again? Is that, uh, uh, Willie, Nelson? Willie Nelson. Yeah. yeah. On the road again. I can't wait to get on the road. I can't wait to get on the road again. I love singing this. The life I love is playing music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again. That's great lyrics right there. (laughs) Hi, everybody. That's episode number 12 of the Odd G's podcast presented by Park Sportsbook. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.